What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Tuesday Tips, brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm your host today, Carter McKenzie. Just kidding, baby. I'm Frank Melito, and I am unsupervised here in Appalachia with some of the boys at Doe Camp. Uh, I'm here with uh, Charlie, Ryan, and Bubba, Dan. <laughs> What's up, boys? What's going on? What's going on, brother? What do you got for us today? Uh, I will... Uh... One of my biggest tip is the importance of understanding about glass. And I'm not talking about the scope on your rifle. I'm talking about having binos. Uh, one of the big things for me, especially when we hunt in Canada where I am, I don't need binos. Anything I'm hunting is about 100, 150 yards out. So, you know, this weekend, chat with the guys and watching people hunt, especially from when we kind of had base camp, seeing when somebody needs a spotter or somebody to outlook and reach and walk guys on to where, where does are and things like that. I understand it's super important, right? So learning that experience from an outsider, especially being at my first doe camp or any hunt camp, it was super important. I, I realized that's something I need to invest into my equipment and my kit for hunting overall. Sweet. Absolutely. Damn, what do you got? Hey, what I got? I got two things. One is this is my first, uh, first camp. And uh, I'm not going to lie, anxious, driving down here. I had about a 10-hour drive from beautiful state of Michigan. And, uh, you know, only 10? I did 12. No, only 10. I did 16. Good. <laughs> Rookie numbers over here. 10 and a half this time. Well, 12 and change left. Nine, but, you know, I had to stop a few times. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just, uh, just do it, man. It was like driving down. I was like, all right, you know, knew everybody for the last two years, being part of the team. Uh, Would have been the first time. It is the first time meeting everyone in person. So it was happy to uh, get here, get settled in. It was like, holy shit, man. It was like hanging out with, you know, 20 other people just like me, like-minded. Everyone is just having a good time. Oh, yeah. So if you're anxious about it, just just go, just hang out, just do it. Uh, second thing I got, which may be about morale in camp, after we get done, make sure you bring yourself a good puffy and make sure you got pocket beers. Man. All right. Just to kind of set the stage, man, Dan has been Johnny on the spot with beers the whole time. Everyone needs a Bubba with a magic puffy. <laughs> Got that magic coat, man. Yeah, it Dan, doesn't matter where you are. Like, you're just like, you look across the camp and you're like, you make eye contact with Bubba and he's like, and it's produced. It's like magic. Yep. It's it's incredible. And even if we run low on beer, you know, it just turns into pocket whiskey. Yeah. You know, if you just sober up a little bit, you know, pocket waters. Pocket waters. Whatever you need. Yeah. I got it for you. I just don't know what I'm going to do on Monday when I'm home. And I'm like, beer. I need a beer. Dan. Oh, shit. Dan is not here anymore. I'll just send you a picture of my jacket. No one's going to be able to FaceTime. I'm going to have to, like, teach my dogs how to get me a beer out of the fridge. There you go, man. There you go. Pocket puppies. Get puppies. What do you got for us today, Charlie? Um, So I got two things. I'm going to do a little bit on packing list, especially when we're looking at temperature and then kind of some hunting and harvesting expectations for the first time you go on one of these, if it's a hunting trip, uh, for packing, especially for where, you know, Boa talked about bringing a big puffy when the temperatures start dropping the importance of a good sleeping bag, uh, a sleeping pad that's rated for colder temperatures. Um, you know, drinking something warm or eating something warm before you go to bed, help get that core temp up. It's really important. really helps uh, some of these dudes get through the night. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is just, you know, hunting and harvesting. We're out here in a great time. Uh, people are doing an awesome job. We're talking about firearm safety and making sure we're following the firearm rules. 
especially as we're getting in and out of four wheelers, side by sides, vehicles getting in and out of the hunting spots. Um, and then I think it's just important to remember, you know, Luke and I were talking about earlier today that not everything's a, a massive Instagram post harvest. Um, you're not necessarily coming out here. You, you may not kill a massive doe, you know, in this case, or a massive buck in another hunt. And that's perfectly fine. We're out here. We're hunting. It's, you know, part of the experience. Enjoy the suck with your, you know, brethren. Um, and then come back, tell stories around the fire and, and have a good time and hang out and cut loose. Hell yeah. Um, so as people start to come out to these things, just, you know, like Gabe said, bring good puffy jacket, bring good sleeping bag and come out ready to smile and have some thick skin as we make fun of each other. I just like that on the sleeping bag, man. That is essential, man. Because I know in our tent, Ryan and I, we're in a tent and yeah, we have wood burners in there and it's toasty when we go to bed, but it was like below zero. Yeah, I felt like it when we woke up, but I was nice and warm in my bag. So, you know, didn't even realize the temperature. And if, you know, you got to have a good night's sleep if you want to have fun the next day. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You can't stress the importance of like, you know, being warm at night, but you also got to understand to go along with that. What happens if you overdress in your sleeping bag? You know, Charlie, you're talking about having a good sleeping bag, you know, and in Canada, my sleeping bag is good to minus 45 beavers. You know, that's, that's right. What's, Ryan, Ryan's on. I mean, yep. again, yeah, Budweiser for bald eagles. It's there's no bald eagles. We just we got the minus forty five beavers, right? He's right. Canadian. He's actually so on great. spring break right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's thirty degrees, and Ryan's on spring breaks yeah. in Canada. It's like negative eleven hundred Celsius. <laughs> yeah, uh, and as important as it is to like have a good sleeping bag, if you're not getting into that bag properly dressed. That's important. What I mean by that is like de-layering. If you get in your sleeping bag that's rated for cold weather and you are overdressed in that sleeping bag, you're going to sweat. Yep. And that means now the inside of your sleeping bag is going to be wet. And when that temperature drops, that sleeping bag is not going to be able to do its job, but you're going to end up freezing. So that's super important as well to take into consideration, right? Yep. So, so actually, uh, the coming weeks prior to this camp, Ryan and myself had a lot of conversations because... Like, I'd never been into uh, Virginia at this time of year. And, like, Luke's like, hey, man, it could be zero, it could be 80. So I'm like, oh, God, I got to revamp my whole sleep system. Like, I was sleeping on, like, an old, like, military surplus cot, no no sleep pad. I was just, like, a savage. And, like, Ryan's like, no, man, hey, like, you got to upgrade all that shit. So I went and got, like, a like a decently rated sleep pad for, uh, I think, what, Ryan? It's, like, an R value of five and a half. Yeah, which is really good because, yep. you know. You don't want the ground or especially in a cot, right? That cold air is going to just suck out from the bottom of the cot. You need something that's going to give you the proper protection, right? Yep. And actually, so night one, I was like, man, I am not going to be cold. So I went in there like super layered. And within the first 10 minutes, I was like, wow, I'm taking off my my top pants. I'm taking off my shirt. (laughs) Then I'm like, oh, man, I'm taking my socks off, taking my beanie off. And I'm like, holy crap. By like... 2 a.m. I'm sitting there in boxers and I'm like, oh, I'm good now. This is great. So like night two, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna throw on like a camp fleece and like a light pair of pants. And I was golden. I slept like a baby last night. So yeah. pretty sweet. I but- will say the uh the reason that the pad's important, especially on a cot or on the ground or whatever, is that your sleeping bag's rated to whatever it's rated to. But when you sleep on it, your body is compressing the fill layer on the bottom, which is why you're not getting that insulation level on the bottom. Uh, but going back to your comment, 
one of the biggest things I learned in my time in Alaska was put your clothes in your sleeping bag that you're wearing the next morning because your clothes yeah. will be warm when you get dressed That's instead of grabbing super cold, icy clothes yep. out of your bag the next morning and being miserable. Yep. And I did not put my clothes in my bag. And I will say they, <laughs> they were a little crispy this morning. It was a nice refresh, but I wish I would have put them in there. So I put my base layers and my socks in there. And this morning I was like, oh, man, this is nice. This, until I stepped outside, I'm like, oh, shit, it's cold. <laughs> so, like, that's going to kind of bring me back to my tip is layering, man, especially if you're somewhere new where you've never been at a certain point of the year. So, for me, I, I'd never been here around this time. So, like, I was like, great. So, I brought everything. I was ready to go if it was going to be zero or if it was going to be 80, right? So, I'm like, all right. So, I brought my big-ass pack filled with all kinds of bibs and layers. And I just kind of, as the day progressed, whether it got it got warmer as it got earlier or it got colder as it got late as, as it got later is I just kind of relearned my system right so prior to coming to like any camp talk to the people that have been here or or look up what your temperature is and what your weather is going to be and kind of go off that because you know back home like I have my system laid out so if it's going to be 20 degrees I know okay I have my my base layers my mid layer, my top layer, my windproof, and then like a, a, a raincoat. I'm good. Here, I feel like for the first day and a half, I was completely th thrown out, thrown off. So just, it's okay to bring more stuff and then you kind of learn that as you go, but have some system put in place so you can at least enjoy your hunt and hand warmers and feet warmers are godsend. Because I could be laid up to the gills. If my feet go, I'm, I'm done. Like my, my day is over. It doesn't matter. Well, even that about layers, I mean, walking out to your stand, right? You know, you strip down to where I like walking out regardless where I'm at. I like to be a little chilled when yep. I start. So then I know when I get to the stand, I'm going to be way warmer. And then I usually wait a good 10 minutes until I start maybe throw a jacket on or maybe then I'll throw my more bibs on or, you know, if, if I need it. Uh, reverse is, you know, morning hunt going into the day, right? You start off probably more layers than what you need. And then by midday, you know, you're hiking back and you're like, Whew, man, I am sweating. And you start peeling those later layers off. So good, lightweight material that you can pack, that that that's essential too. That you can put in your day pack, you know. It's also important when you think about um working in the in the base camp, right? I know Charlie and I spent a lot of time together in the base camp over the last couple of days and you know, manning the fire or prepping food or doing work around the camp to make sure, right? Make sure you that you have that kit and that clothing readily available so that way you know when i'm working around the fire i can de-layer when i'm away from the fire i can relayer. like that stuff super important having that stuff readily accessible whenever you need it yep Sweet. you know what's going to be exciting is uh tomorrow morning when it's pouring rain everybody gets to walk out and uh experience that and their layering system i'm sure there's a lot of people who learn a lot of great lessons yep, yep. at some point you're just gonna have to embrace it right um Charlie, did you want to touch on some camp etiquette real quick yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, as always, here at Hunt, Lift, Eat, we love our team members and we love hosting them in events. Um, and everyone here has done an outstanding job of doing this. But just in case anybody has any anxiety about coming out to one of these for the first time and what's expected or, you know, how to just do a good job being at base camp, um, you know, come prepared, bring your stuff. Um, and then a lot of it's just laughing, having a good time, helping out when there's needed, picking up trash around camp as we go throughout the day, making sure the fire's stoked, um, 
cleaning up the end of the night. And then, you know, if we're, we're up late having a good time telling jokes around the fire, you know, it, it's a tip and it's etiquette to just put your stuff away at the end of the evening and then prep all your gear for the morning for when you get up and you're tired and it's cold. And don't throw all your shit around the tongue. Be yep. good. Be good. Ooh, yep. Yeah, that's a good. Keep, yeah. keep all your stuff organized. You know, everything, everything looks the same in the dark, right? Put your stuff back where it belongs early in the morning. Get up. It's right there. You know where it's at. Plus, I mean, we got, what, eight dudes cramming in the tent right now? Yeah. You know, so it's like space is tight. So just keep it somewhat organized as best as you can. No one, no one loses anything. And then. Also, flip side, if someone lost something or misplaced it or forgot to bring it, be a good, be a good team member. Share it. If you don't need it, share it. Yeah. yeah. Also, back on to, you know, etiquette, don't be the guy at camp who's not helping out. So, if, yeah. you know, if, like, for example, we have, you know, uh, Cole and Garrett are basically being our, our guides here. They're, you know, cleaning up. They're cooking. Ask, ask if you can help. Chop wood, man. It's it's cold. So. <laughs> <laughs> Team members getting, getting excited getting and rowdy. happy in the background. Guys are getting rowdy. Too many hot hand sandwiches. So, <laughs> big takeaways though for uh, today is if you're going somewhere new, learn where you're going, layer up properly. Don't forget your your pocket beers, right? Pocket beers uh, are essential. Unless you're hunting, you got a firearm in your hand. Yeah, you know, pocket beers post hunting. Yeah. Yep. Well, thanks for listening. And uh, if you guys have any questions or if there's anything, anything that you'd like to hear or learn about, please. Please reach out to us on all of our platforms. And as always, we appreciate the hell out of you. And we'll see you on the next one. Thanks.